This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Dude, how are you? I'm good, buddy, man. It's uh, summer's, it's officially summer, so I'm good. I'm good. He, you know why I knew it was summer? Because Hollywood Ross started a TikTok. That's how I knew it was summer. We are officially <laughs> on TikTok. I think actually we're, you know what it is, Dex? I think a lot of people are like, you know, went big on Instagram. We missed the Instagram pop. You know, like we missed getting big on Instagram. You know, we it's past. And I love Instagram, but for us to kind of become successful on Instagram is sort of like we're kind of a little bit late to the game. Now, TikTok is something that has a, a good algorithm. And uh, but what we're gonna do is it's fast paced and people kind of go through it quick. So we're gonna be doing an, on TikTok. We're gonna kind of be uh, saying what's going on in the news and kind of showing the news very quick. When it when, when the news breaks, we're gonna be doing stories on it right away. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be cool. I don't think we're gonna be dancing, but you never know because uh, Dax does get a little excited when Justin Timberlake comes out with a new song <laughs> or when Pink comes out <laughs> with a new Timberlake, song. Justin Timberlake, it's it's Justin Bieber. What are you talking? about? I know, dude. That song. I I still think. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, picture per- that song is probably one of the best songs of the year. So good. What that? And I, I listen. I, we could talk about Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber all day. We got Brielle Beerman uh, on the line, ready to go. But I, we we need to announce this contest really fast because I think it's really cool. So this is so Brielle, cool. Brielle, just hold on. We'll be to you in one second. We just have to tell our 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 audience about this because it's a, a really just cool opportunity. We've basically teamed up with Autograph City, which is uh, on Facebook. It's uh, a new Facebook account. They're they're powered by uh, Primetime Signatures. Which Primetime Signatures and- is like the number one autograph team in the country, maybe in the world. I mean, these guys have some of the best autographs, exclusive content, stuff you can't get anywhere else. I mean, Dax, you it's, saw it's their awesome. stuff. So. So what we were doing is they're giving they've gave, given us a huge pile of autographs and it's everyone. It's reality stars, it's movie stars, A-list celebrities. Figure, like he the he, I was looking through the pile. There is some huge huge autographs in here. And basically what we're doing is, you know, we've been talking to you guys about leaving us reviews. We're looking for fun, interesting hilarious anything that catches our eyes on itunes so you leave us a review we're going to start going through these once a week and or i guess not once a week but every time we do a podcast we're going to pick one out whichever one catches our eye that week we're going to read it on air give out an autograph and should we just start one now like screw it like why do we need to wait we could just do it now yeah yeah we could do that right now okay so let me here let me pull up our uh, our reviews I saw this one like two days ago. It's a good one. All right, you ready? Yes. This was one from A. Snitzenbauer. I hope I'm saying that that name right. Uh, the title is Oh My God, Finally. Five-star review, by the way. Uh, Dax and Adam just have a fresh new way of talking to these celebs so tired of all the other shows and they're pandering to guests. Keep it up, Adam. Stephanie F. from Connecticut Farm. So, Stephanie, if you are hearing us talk about this, Hit either Adam or I up in our DMs um, on Instagram. Probably send, the easiest. Send part, me right? a DM, and I'm sending you a very cool piece. It's going to be very cool. Uh, 
comments of primetime signatures in Autograph City. Well, uh, why don't you pick one? Pick one right now. No, we just got one. Her. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying pick out an autograph. Oh, okay. How about it's a girl, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sending so. Stephanie. You know, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna do it. Let's start off fun. Someone who's okay. famous and infamous, and it's just a character because this is a girl, and I think this is someone who would be really fun to have on their desk, and just a good kind of. Uh, it's a good desk piece and a good piece to have in the house because it's a conversational piece. I'm going to send you uh, a Paris Hilton autograph. Nice. Uh, a great, That's it's a very good one. cool. It's worth a, It's actually valued pretty high. So please DM me. Send me a DM uh, and just send me a DM like, hey, Adam, saw, saw that you read the message and I'm going to be sending you an autograph. Uh, thank you for the review. And if you're listening, leave a review and we're going to be giving one of the people who leave reviews or comments uh, every week. A pretty cool autograph. And we got some pretty awesome names. John Travolta, Matt Damon. I mean, the list goes on and on. Don't tell everyone. Ah, sorry. Shh, I know, keep I know. this to yourself. It's exciting. It's a surprise. Um, but if if you don't win one here, you can always go over to Autograph City on Facebook um, or go to their website, primetimesignatures.com. They're going to give all of our listeners 15% off their next purchase. You just type in the code Hollywood and you get 15% off the purchase. So they've got literally thousands and thousands of autographs sports figures so they got like footballs helmets that kind of stuff and then you've got memorabilia from movies a replica memorabilia so i i think the other day i saw a batman mask with christian bale's signature on just really cool stuff okay we got really cool stuff but you know here's the thing is these guys are the best in the business before we get charlie does this thing called mystery box which you know it's been blowing up uh in the past few months and uh check out this mystery box thing they've been doing over there at uh autograph city find them on facebook dex Tell us about our guest today. Uh, our guest today is someone, oh God, she's been popping up on our Instagram feed a lot. She she knows the algorithm. I think we said that before. Uh, and you're definitely, you can't be upset about it, right? No, not <laughs> one bit. Uh, I think we first met her on Bravo when she was like 10 years old. She's one of a part of one of the biggest reality families out there because uh, her mom is one of the biggest Bravo stars in the world. Kim Zolciak Bierman, our guest, Brielle Bierman. Welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm in New York, by the way, and Dax is in uh, California. So that's just, yeah, Dax in LA. It's early over there. It's, it's only 10.30 or 10 a.m. actually. It's, that's it's not early. so bad. That's early. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you already went to the gym. I mean, how, that's a, I, how's the gyms, by the way, out in, L, in, uh, in Georgia right now? They're okay. They're not that bad. This is my first time going back since March. So... Uh, I didn't know what to expect. And I was just kind of like walking in like I usually do. And they were like, uh, I need to take your temperature. Like, I need to like see how you're feeling. I, I had to like go through like this whole process to get in there. And I have to like wipe down everything before I use it, after I use it, which we should have been doing anyways. But it's just like a, a little extreme. Everybody's like working out in masks. I can't do that. Like I'm like yeah. already without the mask. So <laughs> I can't do both. I'm, I'm impressed that you go to a public gym, honestly. Like oh, it's like... It's just like Lifetime Fitness. Do you guys have Lifetime? Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's just like Lifetime, and I feel like like everybody in this area like knows everybody, so it's not like like a weird group of people. Like, I feel like I know every single person in that gym. You, you got any creepers that are just sitting there taking photos though? Like, that's what I feel like. Well, no. gyms. Yeah, no. A lot of times, like, I'll leave and like people will DM me and they'll be like, "Oh, I just saw you," and they're they're like, "I love these pants." And they sent me like this one time, this girl sent me like a photo of like my pants, and I was like of me wearing, it. and I was like, uh, "This is the worst angle. Don't ever put this anywhere." <laughs> 
Dax, one time I saw The Rock at the gym, and it, uh-huh. it, was, the, it was so embarrassed because I was actually wearing one of his Under Arm Rock shirts, and I'm like, oh, fuck, this is so embarrassing. But I was like, I see him at the gym. He's wearing a hoodie, and he's working his ass. He's sweating. His hoodie is so tight on his face that his face is barely showing. So, And also, he had two bodyguards watching him as he kind of worked out, and a guy tried sneaking a photo of The Rock at the gym, and the bodyguard came over and said, hey, delete the photo. Can I see that photo? Delete the photo. And all of a sudden, like, I'm wearing the Rock shirt. I sort of know the Rock where, like, we see each other. We, we'll, we'll say hi and stuff. And I was like, fuck, I got to start working out hard. So I start fucking, <laughs> I start working up a sweat. I work up a sweat like crazy because I want him to see, like, me working out really hard. And he came up. He's like, good work, bro. Good work. I was like, thanks, bro. <laughs> <I was laughs> yeah, like, right. You probably went to the water fountain, just splash water oh, on dude, yourself. Hell, yeah. I'm sweating. <laughs> I was like, he's a maniac. Maniac. Those are crazy. So, bro, oh. how you doing, man? Good to see you. Good. You're doing well. You're in Georgia. How are things for you? Uh, I mean, I've been following you on Instagram for a while. I feel like you're one of those people that always pops up on our Instagram feeds. Like, you're, you know the algorithm well and you're you put out some you good work content. in that algorithm i sure do yeah you know what my dad is always like get those bikini pictures rolling get the engagement up so you know he knows how to work it i'm like i know what to do here but um, i'm good i haven't really left my house since march like everybody's kind of been on lockdown and i like finally like Saturday was my first night out. I went to the strip club, got my favorite chicken tenders there. It was really weird because there's like two girls there. It was just not the vibe. So uh, we left and I uh, went home. And that was my Saturday night out, first night out. And I didn't really do anything crazy. <laughs> so you're in Georgia. Have you, I mean, I've been, but have you been to Magic City? Yeah, my friend yeah. owns it. Oh, well, that's a good person to know then. How Damn. would you? How would you explain to Dax or someone, how would you explain Magic City? Because it's one of the most famous strip clubs in America. How would you explain it? That's not my favorite. So I don't go there often. I really like the Cheetah. They also have like the number one restaurant. I've been to that one too. Yeah. That's where I got, that's where I get the chicken tenders. That's your your number one? That's like the number one. It's like they have the number one restaurant. It's really good. Their chicken's really good. Like I bring everybody there. I'm like, you have to go to Cheetah if you come to Atlanta. But Magic is kind of like, a totally different vibe. Like at Cheetah, I feel like the women, like they have to go through like this process to get in, like to work there. Like you have to be like stunning. Like, like there's not like one flaw. Like you have huge tits and a fat ass. Like you're like picture perfect. You know, at Magic, I think it's just, I've only been there once and I was really hammered. It's just like they hire whoever and they're known for their wings. So you'll go there and you'll like eat your wings. And I don't know if you really like look at everybody there. They do crazy shit. They're like upside down. They're like on the ceiling, like Cheetah. It's more like just like slow movement and like lap dances. Yeah. But do, do you feel? So here's the thing: when you're recognizable, I feel that when you walk into a strip club, people are like they're gonna spend money. So when you walk in, does everyone go, "Oh, this girl's gonna be dropping major cash"? Well, what's crazy is that at Cheetah, I, I you see a ton of celebrities every time. Like I've been in there with a lot of. Croy's old teammates at the same time and we like won't even like I'll just like and they like will just keep walking like they don't even want to know that I'm in there like they're just like but uh yeah I guess I mean I still have all the ones that I got out on Saturday from the strip club ATM because like the social distancing like nobody came to our section like nobody came to like our private room so we were we were all sitting there with all these ones like what are we supposed to do with this like we can't even see the girls so we just left yeah. Oh, COVID's ruining the strip club experience. It really is. Like, that's the one thing I've been looking forward to. Like, the second I get out, I was going to Cheetah, and it was not fun. 
Yeah, it, the crazy part is like Dax when you leave strip clubs like this. Like I feel like Atlanta was. I've never seen strip club. And again, I'm not a strip club kind of store. I I just you know I just live anyway. But it's uh, you walk out of there, and especially at least for me in Magic City because I've been to that one. I've been to both you and I've been to the one where the the fat girls kind of smash the beer cans with their boobs and stuff. Claremont yeah, the Lounge. Claremont. I love Claremont Lounge. I go there all the time. Yeah, Dax, are you familiar with this one? No, no, I don't. No, 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 no. Don't it. say anything. We just need to take him. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I mean, you got me at boob smashing beer cans, so okay, it's uh, I'm like, in. Like 70-year-old women, or you'll have like 20-year-olds, but they're like not hot. Like they're like, like I don't know where they found these people and why they're like wanting to be naked. You know what I mean? Like it's like not the vibe. And they're like light, like their tits on fire and like I don't know they do crazy shit like I became friends with this one girl and I was like asking her the other day can I come this weekend she's like no it's only 30 people and that's including staff so don't even try I was like all right wow this sounds like a circus sounds fascinating it feels like a strip club in the Knights of Columbus it's just so (laughs) random it's like a random spot it's like a I don't even know it's you feel like in someone's basement and like it's like you're doing something illegal but when you go to when you go to Magic City you walk out and I probably made 30 bucks walking out of the strip club because all the singles are stuck to my sneaker. Like, it's just, there's just singles everywhere, dude. It's just like, it's you so You mean the ones you stashed in your pocket? You I thought punk. about it. Well, we went there for like Super Bowl weekend or whatever. So like all the celebrities and athletes or whatever were in there. And my friends started picking up the ones off the floor. I was like, put those down. We are not ratchet. Like, put that down. Like, that's they <laughs> that, that is a huge no-no. Oh, you yeah, will get your like, ass kicked for what? stealing the ones off the floor. Like, what are you doing? Put that down right now. And I think that they, I, I think I read on like TMZ or something that they all ended up making like 50 grand that like weekend alone or something, some like crazy number. Yeah, it's insane. it's insane. Super Bowl is the best time to be a stripper. Seriously, they they fly in <laughs> crazy for <that>. money. <laughs> yeah, they fly in. So, Brielle, I want to ask you. I mean, listen, it's crazy to hear you hanging out at strip clubs because I feel like a lot of people, a lot of the viewers, a lot of the fans have kind of grown up with you. You know, they've seen you over the years and like, wow, I knew you when you were just a kid, and now we're hearing you going to strip clubs and stuff like that. How was it growing up on reality television for you? Is it just the is this what you know, or did you enjoy the experience? I think that since I started at like 10 years old that I don't really know any different. I I always say this. I always am like, I feel like Hannah Montana because some people know who I am and some people don't or just don't care. So I can like roam freely and not feel like bombarded, but also some people know. So it's like kind of cool sometimes. So I, I like it. Um, I don't know what else I would be doing if I wasn't like on TV or influencing. Is that vacuum? Tell your mom to stop vacuuming during our podcast. Yeti! (laughs) Yeti! Turn off the vacuum, please, for a second! Wait, who are you yelling at? Yeti? Yenny, our nanny. I don't know, or our officer. I don't know if she's if she's Yenny or Jenny. We 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 can't figure it out. (laughs) That's so great. That's so great. I love it. Uh, growing up, it's like, it was just, you had to grow up quicker and you had to be careful of what you said and what you did. And I try to like help my sister out because she goes through a hard time with like the comments and things people say, because I had to like grow up really quick at like 10 years old, like Facebook, I was adding everybody. Like, I didn't know what, like there was no Instagram. So I was just reading Facebook comments about my family and like, I was like, wait, that's not true. So it, it just, it clicked one day. Like these people don't know what they're talking about. Like, forget it. And Ariana's like, gets a little sensitive sometimes so 
I, I gotta think it's hard. You have to, like, really get a thick skin at such a young age where that's not... I mean, going to school, you get thick skin, but, like, being in front of so many people, that's a whole nother level of thick skin. So, like, what what's your advice to her? You just say, tune it out or what? Because it's... it's well, we have, we have, like, we're also two totally different people. Like, Mia, I just, like, things don't tend to bother me as much. Like, she'll, like the slightest inconvenience she like loses her mind every day so I try to like tell her like let's just like calm down these people don't know you I feel like it shows more of who they are than it does your who you are because they don't know you and they're judging your life off 30 minutes that they see on tv once a week like for three months out of a year like they have no clue who you are everybody has a persona that they want to show to the world like I try to act a little stupider because people think it's like funny sometimes. I'm really not that dumb, I promise. But I try to help my sister out. I'm like, come on, like they don't know you. Like this isn't who you are. Like what they don't they don't only opinions that should matter are the people around you. So when you started doing reality TV, did you go in with a certain approach? Like were you like this this persona will work for me, or you've learned it over the years because of feedback from people? Well, I was. I was started at 10, so I didn't really understand it. Like, I didn't know what I was, like, getting into. Like, my mom was just on Real Housewives of Atlanta, and I would just appear here and there. But once we started Don't Be Tardy, it was kind of like the spotlight was just on us. It wasn't, like, six other or seven other cast members. That Like, it was just our whole entire life, all day, every day. And you become close with the crew, and then you can kind of, like, I don't know, not really like plan things, but you just like figure out what type of light you want to show and like how like the viewers, like everybody has bring something to the table. Tracy's funny as shit. My mom's like got all her companies and businesses and Croy's like the stubborn stripped down and my mom's like loose and I'm just over here like not sure what I want to do in life, acting like an, a normal 23 year old who really is lost in the world but tries to hold it all together. So that's just, I just do me. <laughs> Did you have but a people think I'm so stupid, but I'm really not. Like I'm actually very smart. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling the old Jessica Simpson on us, huh? No, I always say it's like Paris Hilton. Come on, like she's not that dumb in the simple. Like in the simple life, she's stupid as shit. But like outside of that, she's great. She's like exactly. business savvy. She, like she knows well, that, what she's doing. Same with Jessica Simpson. Everyone thought she was a dumbass, and she's she's well, running I, that billion dollar company over there. It's crazy. But let me ask you, Brielle. Did you have a choice? Did your did your mom say, listen? I'm filming reality television. You have a choice. Do you want to be on TV or do you not want to be on? Like, how did that conversation go or did it just gradually happen? Well, so when I was like four, I, my mom had to go to my preschool because I wasn't doing my work. And the teacher said, Brielle says she's not doing her schoolwork because she's going to Hollywood. So I've just known, like, I wanted to be like on TV or something ever since I was like four. So I don't, my mom was just like, I guess kind of whatever let us be on it it wasn't really like a conversation she just I don't even think she knew what she was like expecting or doing like I, I, I nobody thought it would be this big like it wasn't Real Housewives of Atlanta like the first year wasn't supposed to be what it was like it's just some crazy thing that blew up like we really weren't expecting that so because your mom is an OG yeah yeah she is an OG and I don't see her returning anytime soon hopefully I was going to say, so you, you know, you start appearing on the show at 10. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're still in school. How did kids at school treat you? Did they start treating you different? Because kids get jealous very quickly. And now you're, you know, you're recognizable. You're becoming famous. How do they treat you? Well, so uh, I have gone to a lot of schools. I've gone to a lot of uh, high schools because we moved around a lot. But uh, 
freshman year was definitely really hard. I never went to school like ever because people like I, I physically got beat up. Like people were just like really mean to me and were like jealous. And these were like my friends, like people that I would invite to my house to come over and hang out. So like the first week of starting this new high school, there was like I never told anybody who my family was or anything. They just obviously figured it out within the first week. And everybody, like sophomores, juniors, seniors, like everybody hated me automatically. They're like, she thinks she's better than everybody else. But like, I didn't talk to anybody. I'm really shy. So I just, people were just mean. And I was automatically like excluded out from anything or like I wasn't invited to parties. I wasn't like, I didn't have like any friends. So, I mean, it was, it was tough. I've always just kept like my same like four friends and I've never really gone to school with them. They're just like scattered around Alpharetta or Atlanta area. So um, it was hard for me, for sure. Ariana, it's different though. Cause she's, she went to like middle school and high school with the same people. So she's had like the same group of friends forever. So they know and they don't really, people around here, I guess, don't really care too much because there's a lot of like, influencers or celebrities and rappers and artists like you see somebody like every day so yeah atlanta is such a crazy hub it, it really is it's it's so random and only in the past few years because they film movies down there and just it's so interesting um but when you were on housewives was it a contractual thing for you like did you get paid for being on housewives or did you only start getting paid until you were on don't be tardy to the party like what how'd that work no, I wasn't. I wasn't paid on on Real Housewives. Um, only Don't Be Tardy, and Housewives wasn't like a everyday thing for me. When my, I wasn't filming all the time when my mom was. It's just like there's like a few scenes scattered here and there, and they would like try to incorporate family life and whatnot. But like Don't Be Tardy was really like the change for everything. That's when people really got to see who we were. Yeah. And let me ask you this, though. So obviously you you were there kind of when your mom sort of met her, your dad. You know, and how, what was your immediate thoughts when she started dating Croy? Oh my gosh. So she showed me this photo or she told me when she, she picked me up and she goes, look this guy up. I just met him. She showed me this photo of this long curly red hair on this like big, like he looked like kind of thick. I was like, what? I was like, this is what you're like in love with? She's like, I met him tonight. He's like amazing. He's got the fattest ass. I was like, mom, I was like, what? Well, I was like 13 years old or 12 or something. And I was like, what is this? Like th this, is the hot ass mess mom. And she's like, no, 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 he doesn't look like that. Like keep scrolling. And I was like, yeah, sure. But he, uh, he came into my life and he, he was how old? 24 or maybe 25. I don't know. And he immediately like took role as like our dad, which I wasn't used to. I never had like a father figure in my life. And my mom was always super lenient because She's really trustworthy, and I, I have a very, very, very open. Like, she knows, uh, like, things you don't want your mom to know. Like, she knows everything about my life. And so, Croy would ground me. Like, he would do these things, and I just, like, had a lot of resentment towards him, like, in high school because I'd never been grounded. We all knew I wasn't a great student. I never went to school. Like, I would get a C, and I'm, like, grounded. Like, it just, we, we didn't really, like, click. It was a lot of lectures. Like, it just was a totally different vibe. Like, my mom was, like, more of, like, a friend with guidance, and he was, like, a parental, like, structure, like, stubborn, strict father, and I wasn't used to that. And looking back, I'm so grateful because God knows, like, I see my friends out here whose parents don't care about them. Yeah. They've turned out and the things that they've done and what they go through, and I'm just – I'm really thankful that Croy actually was in my life for that. I mean, especially – 
like you said, because he was younger. So that it could have been easy for him to come into your life and be like, I just want to party and have fun and not be like that parental structural person. Mm -hmm. And clearly he was ready for it. Now it's just like interesting because a ton of my friends, like all my friends are older than me. Like I'm the youngest out of any of my friend groups. So everybody's like in their 30s or late 20s. And I'm like, Croy, you're 33 or 34. I'm like, dude, you're literally the same age as like my friends. Like, what if I want to date a guy? That's like, I don't know, 35. He's like, well, then he's 35, whatever. And I'm just like, this is just too close for comfort. <laughs> this is so weird. And he still tries to like lecture me or like get on my ass about certain things. Like this Skype call, I was like, I need your laptop. I don't have Skype on my laptop. He's like, how long have we known about this call, Brielle? Yeah, like, just like, and I'm like, 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 let me live. Like, I'm 23. I'm still figuring out the ropes. Like, we get it. You grew up in Montana. You had a totally different life. You had to grow up so quick. Like, it's, it, it, you know, the age gap. Were you nervous about the age gap with your mom? Because your mom did have you, what, 18 years old? Did she have you or? 18 turning 19. So, yeah. And so you guys are very close in age, but your mom is older than your dad. Did that age gap worry you with your mom? Or was she always into kind of younger guys? I mean, how did that play out? This was a very strange occurrence that was going on. <laughs> when that happened, I was like, he's how old? Because now I can't even imagine any of my like 24-year-old friends like having a 12-year-old, 13-year-old, and, and, and an 8-year-old. Like, I, don't, I cannot imagine that happening. So I don't think... For him, like age is just a number. He's like mentally like forty five. Like I like he's not fun. I mean he's fun, but he's like not like a thirty four year old should be. Like they should be like living it up, you know, doing all this. Like he's not that way. He's like very like smart, strict. He's got his whole life figured out. Yeah. And what about you know? I I don't. It's hard to your your birth father. You just don't have any relationship with him, or how how you just how that other you know. A lot of people have that type of relationship, but how'd that work for you? Do you just, just kind of X them out of your life? Does he try to kind of want a relationship with you or? Um, we were communicating, um, all throughout my childhood, um, here and there and whatnot. And I would go visit him. I would see like my grandparents over on that side and whatnot until right before I was like 18, we kind of had a falling out, me, him and my mom, just some drama that was going on and I just haven't spoken to him at all since I was 17 ish. And it it doesn't bother me. I, he was, he was just kind of like, I don't know how to describe him. Maybe like an uncle. Like he wasn't really like a father to me. Like he was just like a family member who I would visit from time to time. Like there was no, there was no regular visits or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like it was just a, just a person in my life. So now that he's, yeah, not really there that it doesn't really bother me like i hope he's happy and whatnot but i don't and maybe one day we'll communicate again but croy is more of a father than me than he ever was or ever could be so i it doesn't even bother me or phase me at all that's cool i mean that's pretty awesome though i mean it's because a lot you're not the only person's had issues like that with their family so it's like you but as you get older is it one of those things where you want to have more of a relationship with him or you know is it just i i had a I had a a close enough relationship with him growing up that I like know him very well and I know the type of person he is and I just don't think he really is like meant to be a father. I'm like his only child and so I just I don't he's like got other stuff going on I'm sure like 
Not really. I keep in touch with um, his mom sometimes. Like I text her on her birthday and she texts me on the holidays and whatnot. And we communicate and have conversations every now and then. And she tells me that like he keeps up with me and like watches our show and whatnot. But he has my number. If he wanted to reach out, he could. I don't know if I would respond, but... Well, it sounds like you're in a very healthy situation as it is. So yeah. <laughs> no need to mess that up. You're, it no. seems like you're doing good. So you're in a good mental spot, I feel. Croy is the best. I was going to ask you because, you know, when you're on a TV show, your whole life becomes super public, like mm -hmm. every aspect of it. And I remember you went public with your lip fillers. Mm -hmm. Did you feel that was something that you had to do because you're now in the public eye? Or did you feel like... You just wanted to because you're like, why, why hide it? And I, actually, I say that because, because uh, I say that because you wouldn't go up to a girl on the street and be like, hey, did you get lip fillers? But I mean, it, then it's you, and so you're a public image. F people feel like they have the. They feel like they have the right or something. It's it's really weird. <clears throat> yeah. So it's a little bit of both. Um, I don't. I want to help women or people out there who might feel insecure about something and let them know, like, it's okay to go get your lips done. Now, I did go a little overboard at one point and I had to go get everything dissolved and I didn't see it like that. I didn't, like, you're like blinded. You're like, I need to keep going and adding more and more and more until you realize, like, okay, you need to relax. But in the beginning, I was like, well, let's just tell people that I like who a good doctor is or um, injector. I wanted everybody to know like, okay, if you're gonna go get your lips done, like this is someone that you can trust. And I wanted, I didn't want people to ever think like she's fake and she's not being honest with us. Like I've never lied about anything that I've done to myself. I, I'm not a good liar anyway. So like I couldn't even if I wanted to. And I just wanna like help empower women. Like I, I've, it really bothers me that people tear down celebrities and they're, they, there's all these pages that are like, um, before and afters of any celebrity you could think of, like even influencers that only have 50,000 followers. And it's like, they'll go all the way back or find their Facebook and they're like, not every celebrity is like real and true to themselves. And it's like, who cares? Like we're evolving. We want to make ourselves better. We want to, we feel beautiful the way that we do. It has no effect on your life. If I want to sit here and make my lips bigger than my whole entire face, I will. And it, literally it's not going to affect you or your day. So I think that's such a refreshing outlook. I love it. I, Adam and I always talk about how our favorite interviews are with people who like, are just honest, real, raw, they, you know, just like say it as it is. Like there's no like faking to it. So I'm, I like your answer. <laughs> yeah. So did people like, since you were honest about it, did people give you more shit about it or did people show you love and say, you know what, this is you educating me about lip injections to figure out, cause that's, you know, you are in some ways an influencer, which is sort of like a weird, you know, everyone feels sometimes weird about being called an influencer. But here you are talking about it and like, listen, you're not going to be the first or last person to get it. But what I can do is share my share my experience with you and how I went overboard and how I fixed it and what I was going through and how I feel during it. So, my you know, my question is, did you get more shit after you kind of became honest with it or did you kind of get more love from it? I think sometimes I regret Going back, sometimes I am like, I shouldn't have said anything. Now, it would be too obvious now because but here's the thing, too, is people don't realize, like, they're comparing photos of me also and, like, a lot of these threads that I see from, like, 2012 to, that, like, uh, it's, like, almost 10 years ago. People grow up, like, look at your pictures from 8, 10 years ago. Like, you, I hope I don't look like I did when I was 14, like, at 24, you know? Like, 
I wish that people would compare more recent photos. Like I'm growing up, I'm maturing, like I'm hitting puberty, I'm going through all these different phases. So not everything has been changed. Like just because you change one thing and you're honest about it doesn't mean that you've done your whole entire face. And I think I've gotten so much backlash, like way, like the second I told everybody that I got my lips done, people were automatically assuming, okay, well then she's done this, 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 and that. Like if she'll do one thing, she'll do everything. And it's like, it's not that way. Like I've just grown up. I've learned how to fill in my brows and wear lashes. Like I just, like I'm evolving. I'm doing different shit. Like I haven't done all this stuff that they think. So I look back and I'm like, I kind of wish I didn't say anything then just because it wasn't so obvious. I know some influencers, celebrity people who have had tweaks here and there. And since they haven't said anything and they're just like growing up, people don't even notice or call them out or like think that they're fake. But because I was honest, people are like, oh, okay, well, then she's done everything else. So half of Hollywood, like yeah. the biggest stars in the world are getting their fillers, their injections, they're, they're doing whatever they can to stay young and people, they're just doing it so slightly that people aren't noticing and they're not talking about it. Does it, does it hurt to get your like lips done? So it just depends on who you go to because I used to, I have very, very big fear of needles for a very long time and I'm starting to finally get over that because it's like look okay if you're gonna keep doing shit to your lips like you got to get over that at some point so it just depends like some people will numb you sometimes I'll just sit there and like it'll just feel like a slight tingle I mean it, it really just depends what they're using and what they're doing do you what at what age do girls normally like nowadays start getting Botox like, and, don't, and, and Botox is very normal. Let's say that. It's like, it's very spoke. It's not even hidden. Botox is like the one, it's not even plastic surgery. It's part of life now. So but at what age on Instagram do are like, are like going off. They're like, her whole face is full of Botox. Clearly y'all don't know what Botox is. Cause like, if I wanted to fill my face up with Botox, like it would not look how y'all think. Like <laughs> I, I put it actually in my jaw because I have really bad TMJ and I might have to get like my jaw broken, but that's a whole other issue. So I like get Botox there. I want to get it here. I've just got these wrinkles coming and my mom's like, I started getting it at 21. Like you might as well. And so I don't know, like it just depends on like, I took my best friend Elizabeth to go get it because her lines were so deep. And I was just like, I'm taking you to the best. Let's, we flew out to LA literally just for her to get Botox. <laughs> and something so simple. I was like, we're going to Dr. Sabian. Let's go. Got her Botox. And that was that. So I don't know. I don't know. I wish people would just stop caring about other people's what makes them happy in their face, their body, whatever. You want to have wide ass hips, do it. Like who cares? I hear you. I think a lot of people want to know because they see your photos on Instagram and they're liking it. Are what's your current relationship status? Are you single? Are you in a relationship? What's your deal? No, I'm very single. There's like a few boys that like I communicate with here and there. They're like sprinkled throughout, but there's no one I'm like committed to or nobody that I'm like genuinely interested in. I'm like, I'm very picky nowadays. It takes a lot to get my attention and like one thing can completely turn me off and I'm like just the simplest thing and I'll be like grossed out forever. So do you have a bunch of celebs slide into your DMS? Yeah. <sighs> who was the one celebs? that, yeah. Who yeah. was the one that got in? We we're like, man, this is fucking awesome. Like, this is pretty cool. Like you're can't say cause he's married. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I can't say. <laughs> okay. Well, what did they? What did they say? Like, what's their line? This. Oh, 
they replied to something I was promoting. And they were like, does this work? And I was like, you don't care if it works. Like, come on. Like, why are you messaging me? Like, you know what? I didn't even know who they were. I was with one of my friends and I was like, this name sounds familiar. And they were like, how the fuck do you not know who that is? I'm like so stupid when it comes to Hollywood. And is this a good, like a A-list, B-list? Like, what are are they? Like... I think it's the A-lister. I can't give away too much because okay, we won't we, we won't we don't give away too much. I'm just curious: is it an actor or a musician? Neither. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Interesting. Yeah, we're <laughs> we love we're big game. fans of Ryan Seacrest too. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just and I was like, all right, who's in the middle? For some reason, I was just guessing it was going to be Machine Gun Kelly, but I'm you know, but um, I actually have like a slight like crush on him even though he dissed my love you know Eminem but uh, uh, <laughs> I've like met him a few times and I just like have to like walk away because I like feel like he's like the one boy I think I would like get nervous around I don't know what it is about him he's like I don't know not the vibe at all but something is like I gotta stay away so how do guys meet you though do they meet you in person are they meeting you on the apps on are you on Raya like what, what are you doing let me tell you about this see here's the thing in Alfreda there's like I become, I'm like really friendly. I like to like have a lot of friends, like to know everybody everywhere. So like at the gym, like I've gone on dates with like random guys at the gym because they'll ask and I'll feel too uncomfortable. I'll be like, sure, let's go. And then I'm like, fuck, how do I get out of it? And I can't. So I'll just end up going on these dates with these random people from the gym. I mean, like I see them, but they're like nothing special. They're just like these like random like tools honestly or i'll like meet a lot of people in like the dms or i'll meet a lot of people out like when i'm in la or new york and i'm just with like mutual friends and that's honestly how i meet like a lot of them i'm not on any dating apps um i don't like dating apps my dating app is instagram so so you're out on a date what would be the biggest turnoff that could happen that you'd be like not going on a date with this guy again it's them just talking about themselves the whole fucking time and really irritates me. It's like, ask me something. I hate when they like sit there and they just love themselves so much. I'm like, dude, how conceited are you? <laughs> or when they, they always try to make me, like not try to make me pay, but they'll like get up and go to the bathroom right when oh. the check's coming. Oh, no. like I, They're making you pay? No, I know what's happening. Yeah. Like these people around here are like, I think because they just, like, know, like, my profession, so they're like, oh, whatever, like, she'll take care of it, and then I'm like, sit, like, I'm like, oh my god, like, it's not a big deal, but, like, it is, like, you think I'm gonna go on a date with you again if you can't even buy my, like, sushi roll? No. They'd have the, what is it, alligator arms when they can't reach the check? No, yeah, no, it's like, you're so obvious, this is the oldest trick in the book, go to the bathroom before the check comes, okay. Oh, that's so funny. So wait, I, I want to just ask, because I know we're kind of running out of time here, but where do you see your career down the road? Like, what do you want to be doing? What's what's Brielle's ideal career for the rest of her life? Even if it's becoming an astronaut, like, what's your dream? What do you want to do? So I love hair. I love hair. I think I've branded myself for my hair because I love getting my hair done. Going hey, to- you, got, you got good hair. I right? do, seen- okay? Thank you. <laughs> down to my ass right now. But um, I literally fly to Arizona to get my hair done. Like, and I, and I fly back the same day, like 24-hour trip. Like, that's how much I care about my hair. So I really want to start, like, a hair care line. I think, like, I'm, I'm very passionate about curling and different shampoos and conditioners because I struggle myself with finding something that's like paraben free and gluten free and vegan and just like with all the madness going on in the world right now like I want something like healthy 
on my hair that's not going to fry it or get rid of my color. So I, I just want to focus a lot on that. I think I'm like meant to be a business owner. I love my makeup line. I love helping my mom with her skincare and her swimsuit lines. Like I like love to be there and help her market. And so I think like I'm just meant to own a bunch of companies that I'm actually passionate about, but I don't want something that I'm just going to like slap my name on. Like I want, like I genuinely want to like be in like a lab, like working there and, and figuring everything out. I want to be like as hands-on as possible. Is Do you want to stay in Atlanta? No, I, I, I've outgrown Atlanta. There's like a cap and then you reach it and you're like, it's time to go. And I think we hit that like seven years ago, but everybody's just stuck here. So um, I want to go to LA or New York really bad. I have friends, the same amount of friends in both places. And I just want like a change of scenery. So I'm really just waiting on like a man to come into my life that will like force me to get out of here. Cause I don't see myself doing it alone. I'm like too scared to leave my family. So, well, that, I mean, you've been in relationships with baseball players. Oh goodness. So is that something like you could also end up in a city like, you know, Detroit or, you know, Kansas city. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you leave the player for M&M. Eminem. Yeah, exactly. No. Um, see, that was cool though, because, um, that was like Chicago and Arizona, my two favorite places. So that I literally was like, my life is set. Like I'm going to live in Arizona in the winter and I'm going to live in Chicago in the summer and I'm going to have my dream life and figure out my hair care along the way and whatever else. And that just didn't end up happening. And now I'm like, all right, well, I'm like done dating people in Atlanta. Like I like won't go on dates. I won't talk to people here. Like I don't want to be here. And everybody like in Atlanta is like stuck in Atlanta. Like you're not leaving. Like I, I would love to raise my kids where I grew up because I love it here. It's like the best place ever. But I want to like get out. Like I'm young. I don't want to be stuck here in the same town forever. And it right is right now the main source of your income from doing sponsored ads on Instagram, would you say? Or that or my makeup line has done really, really well. But but right now, like we're just we just keep putting it back into the business. You know, we wanna like make it grow. Sure. But um it's been very successful so far. So yeah, Instagram, my T V show and my makeup line, that's really yeah, the makeup line is fucking going crazy, dude. Huge. Like everything's like selling out like right when we drop it. So that's really good. And we order a lot of inventory because we just want to have like extra for random people that, you know, don't know who we are and they just stumble upon our Instagram page or whatnot. Yeah. And just we're just going crazy. Like that's like I wake up every morning and I just sit here and like figure out like what new products and whatnot every single day. Are you also involved in the bikini line that your mom put out or is that her thing? No. So that's like, she completely like, she's like a hundred percent full owner of that. Like nobody else helped. Like it's just her, her line. Um, I definitely have been spending a lot of time with like, she'll show me different colors and different suits. And she'll ask me like, what should I do for this? And what should I do for that? And I have like a totally different style than her and my sisters. So I'll be like, just because you don't like this, somebody will, and somebody might like it better. So I've been helping her with that and helping her a lot with the, the social media. I kind of like run her Salty K Instagram as well. That's awesome. So where can people find Cab Cosmetics? Is it just Instagram, the website? Where do you uh, so right it? now we're just um, cabcosmetics.com or on Instagram, Cab Cosmetics, but we're trying to get into those big stores. So hopefully one day we'll be there. But right now nice. it's just on online that's awesome well i know we can't keep you all day even though you're super fascinating and we would love to i'm sure you've got plenty of other things you'd rather be doing right now 
No, like going to maybe get some sushi from some guy from Lifetime Gym who will try to run during the check. We know you have a busy day of those guys. Just can't do that anymore. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> 2020 goal, no more of that. <laughs> oh, it's so great. But honestly, I love following you on Instagram. You got like a fun life and it's just so cool. And the the your mom's stuff is like the bathing suits are great. Your makeup line's good. It's just cool to see you doing well and you're happy. And it's just, uh, I think a lot of people just uh, live through you a little bit. And uh, I'm excited to see what's next. I really am. I th- you've got a good yeah. head on your shoulders. Thank and we need you. to turn this off so she can tell us who is actually DMing her. I mean, they just DM me again, like right in the middle of this, too. No way! <laughs> And just they first messaged me like a year ago. It's like an off and on. Like I'll just like say friendly things like hi. Like I'm nothing like has ever crossed the line ever. But but like I don't respond ever. Like I've maybe responded like six times in the last year. This dude's horny, but I get it. I get it. He's been been quarantined (laughs) since March. You know. He saw you in your salty K bikini, and he was like, "Time to do a little DM." Literally sent me that photo. Wow. Yeah, I get it. He's uh, he's filming in Atlanta coming up, and he uh, he's like, listen, I need a new friend. I get it. Guys are disgusting. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to hang out with him, okay? All right. Oh, We're going to hang so up just when you hear the guy, and then I'll tell you, Dax is whatever dudes that fly into Dax uh, DMs in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Brielle, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. You're awesome. Thank you, Brielle. Thank you. I am dying to know who the person is in her <laughs> DMs. She hung up. I was like, don't hang up. Wait, I, I was, need to I, find out. So when we hung up, the, you know, when we got off, the, I was like, kind of like, man, I would, as a friend, and not like I would even out it. I'm just curious to know because guys are such creeps, but it's got to be someone pretty good. Like you saw her. And she's like someone good. You know, it is for her, to, for her friend to be like, how do you not know who this person is? They must be a pretty big name. I'm even tempted to go through like all her followers and like see who's following her for the <laughs> blue check mark. Just to, like put down all the clues. But I know one of our listeners is creepy and would do that for us. Thank you for doing that and doing the, <laughs> and doing the work for us. We'll give you a producer credit on this episode. So if you're one of the people listening to this, Go through her followers and see who's following her with a blue check mark and who's interesting. And uh, but no, she's awesome. What a cool chick, she's man. Really cool. She's yeah. cool, fun. She gets it and she's having fun with it. And she's uh, again, me and you always say those people that are just honest and it's just refreshing. They're not unapologetic. Unapologetic is my favorite quality in a celebrity. Hundred percent. It's just it's just refreshing to me. It just feels good. Like, and honestly, we did ask some tough questions uh, regarding lip injections, her her father, her family, and stuff like that. Yeah. And it, it, you know, it's hard for us as interviewers to ask those questions because we don't want to be too invasive. But we feel like, hey, we are kind of necessarily kind of laying it out there so people can hear and learn and be educated by her story. Um, and it's tough for us to do it, but we feel like we have to. But you want to lay out the question in a way where you're just kind of giving her a platform and letting her speak rather than having like an agenda or being mean behind it. And she kind of answered it very honest about it. More honest than I've heard her do in other interviews. So I appreciate that. And, She's just cool. And dude, she, she didn't even flinch at it, which I was like, obviously not everyone is seeing her face like we're seeing her face while we're talking to her. But she didn't even like there's sometimes like, you know, when a question comes out and right at that moment, you see some kind of agitation in the celeb play with there their nothing. hair, you know, like, kind or of just, just you get that like sense of like awkward energy, like, oh, how am I going to answer this question? There was none of that. Like she was like, all right, this is this is the case. This is the deal with my dad. I'm I well, my my birth dad. And uh, he's he's kind of not in my life. And I'm OK with that. Yeah. Like, it was just. 
cool, honest answer. I don't know. I liked her. So cool. Well, guys, make sure you leave a review because we are doing that thing with uh, primetime signatures. We will send the best, most interesting, fun review of the podcast. We will send you an autographed photo of a really cool celebrity, and we'll be announcing that very soon to the people. Um, we're going to be doing this giveaway, so leave a fun, cool review. The competition, the contest starts now. Um, and thank you to Primetime Signatures for being our partner with this. They got some awesome stuff. Charlie is fucking awesome. He's doing these really cool things with the mystery box. Check it out. You can f- And let me just say, I've looked through the pile of autographs. There's some legit ones in here. Like, I'm ready to, to take an autograph That's- out of here and run away. <laughs> As soon as like we saw the list of autographs and the pile of autographs, we're like, can we keep this one? Because these are worth yeah. money. They're fun. They're cool. They're interesting Dude, people. They're people no, that they're celebrities that you're actually fans of, and it'll look very cool on your wall. There's, on your there's desk. There's a lot of A-listers in there. A lot, a of, lot of A-listers. There's one in there. I swear to God, it's a two hundred dollar autograph. No, more I than swear. that, dude. Dude, there's honestly autographs that are worth way more than that. Two hundred dollars is maybe the cheapest one we have. I'd say oh they're God. they're going autographs are fucking worth money man and especially some of these people are very rare and don't sign often so uh make sure you leave a review and enter that and we will find you we will mail you a very cool piece for your home for your office for your man cave for your friend as a gift it's really cool you can find me at at adam glynn g-l-y-n on instagram you can find dax holt at at dax holt d-a-x-h-o-l-t and thank you guys for listening to oh, Hollywood. we just started up a TikTok for Hollywood Raw. Oh, that's right. Yes. So we have no fans or friends on it yet because we haven't really done anything. We literally just started up the account. But uh, you can find us. It's just at Hollywood Raw on TikTok. And you're going to be seeing a lot of uh, the quickest, fast. It's a really good uh, Hollywood news website. We're going to be kind of, as soon as we hear news, we're going to be posting it on that. It's going to be really some cool, fun content. I don't think you'll see any of us dancing. Um, but... You never know. If they come out with a good song, maybe you never know. But, uh, guys, thanks for listening, and uh, we will see you later. Oh,